Final Fantasy VII Remake, Episode Intermission. Welcome everybody to the final episode in the week of Final Fantasy. As you heard, we are going to be talking and discussing the downloadable content extra episode that came out for Final Fantasy VII Remake on the PlayStation 5. And it was a DLC episode taking place in Midgar with our favorite ninja of all time. Yes, Yuffie, the ninja from Mutai. And if you are an original player of Final Fantasy VII, you know that Yuffie was a secret character or a character you could either have in your party or not have in your party, depending on the outcome of what your decisions were. And that, for me, when I originally played, was not going to be a character I was going to miss out on. And I'm happy to say that with the original Final Fantasy VII and the Final Fantasy VII Remake version of Yuffie, we have our spunky young character, as great as she was in the original, brought to life in this remake of Final Fantasy. No matter how you feel about the remake of Final Fantasy VII, I think what they have done so far in characters has been really great and I was a little worried, I won't lie, that when I saw the trailer for Final Fantasy VII Remake Episode Intermission, I was a little bit like, oh, okay, she's going to be in, in Midgar and okay, in the original story she wasn't there and uh, are they just recycling areas and we're going to do the same thing and then that's it and it's going to be like a three hour DLC that you're going to have to buy and it's going to cost like $30, $40. And no, it's a good, nice chunk. I mean, if you're just running through the story, I think you can beat this in like maybe four hours, five hours. I'm not sure. But if I remember correctly, I put, I, I was exploring everything, doing a lot of side stuff, not everything. And I think I got a good 10 hours out of playing my first playthrough of this. But, uh, uh, safe to say that I really enjoyed it but what I was most excited about is right off the bat the introduction of Yuffie it was that character it it did such a great job of bringing that character to life and being the character that in my mind it was her it was Yuffie it was it was everything about her and I just like from the beginning starting off this DLC just big old smiles because She's the adorable, like I keep saying, spunky ninja that she is. And uh, really enjoyed it. So we'll get more into that. But this DLC is only for the PlayStation 5. I do not think they will be doing anything to have a PS4 version. They say this is exclusive to the PS5. And me as the Final Fantasy 7 fan or Final Fantasy fan that you guys know I am, of course, even though they said, hey, free upgrade if you have the original. And I think it was like 10 or $20 to just get the DLC. I want to see it's, it was 10, but I think it might have been 20. But, um, you know, just I, I had to have it physical. Even though the code for the DLC was on there, like the, it's not on the disc that I know of. Uh, you still need to pop in the code to download the, the Yuffie uh, extra episode. But uh, I don't care. I needed the box 
that said Final Fantasy 7 for the PlayStation 5 because that's who I am. I have the Final Fantasy 7 remake integrate and real quick on that. Holy shit. The game already looked great on PlayStation 4, right? We already know that. But having it on the PS5, the faster frame rate, the upscale to 4K, the freaking load times are insanely fast that you're like, wait, what? Huh? How that? Wait, uh, what's going on? It's really showing off a lot of what the PS5 can do when it comes to the features of the fast SSD drive that they have. And this story is pretty much Yuffie of Wutai is on a secret mission to infiltrate Shinra building to get the top secret materia. And she's teaming up with Avalanche to break into the building underground and finding the secret material that they have stored there. And you're probably thinking, well, Avalanche, she's missing. She's probably going to be crossing paths with Tifa, Aerith, Cloud, Barret. Nuh uh. This kind of shows that the Avalanche that we know of with Cloud, Barret, Tifa, and Aerith are kind of like a subsidiary or, or kind of broken off from the original intention of avalanche so we're actually gonna we're meeting actual real avalanche people when you when you team up but you also have a partner in this not only do you meet the other people in the avalanche group you have jija who is in charge of the liaison between the interim wutai government and avalanche headquarters and you have many other people in the group like nayo billy bob and polk and these are people that you that yuffie meets up with in intermission but the biggest person someone else from wutai part of the underground movement you have sonan he's a warrior for wutai sonan studied under yuffie's father Gadot, and learned kenpo and bojutsu he fought in the war against Shinra at a young age and has grown up hating them. So he joins Yuffie in the mission to go to the underground Shinra headquarters to get the special materia. And we'll jump into the combat there, but a lot of this is where you have the no longer turn-based combat that you're accustomed to in the Final Fantasy title, but more of an action-based RPG and you already did that through the original Final Fantasy VII, but this kind of is a different take because each character has a different fighting style, and Yuffie is no different. She has her sh giant Shuyuken that you can actually throw, attack, and then fight other characters, or and, and you can change up her battle um, abilities, whether it, I think it was like fire, water, or lightning. So you have a mixture of her combat. So she's really different, really fun from the other members of the Final Fantasy cast in the previous one and that's not all either Sonin is not playable meaning you can't control him but you can command him so you're able to command him to do certain attacks certain moves but what's really cool is that you have a dual combat combination attacks so you kind of can both attack and do the same thing and kind of have combo attacks when you fight your enemy and that's pretty neat and a lot of people are talking more of this introduction of the combat might be something where you can actually have your whole team 
in later Final Fantasies. This is more of just like people thinking out of the box, but this kind of combat, having it in this DLC episode, shows that you can have probably something where maybe you don't control Aerith all the time, Tifa, or any other members of the Final Fantasy team, but to ha kind of have that team effort like they're all there, I think you can have that combination where some of the people can be dual combat, you know, at the same time, or certain uh, characters can have special abilities if they team up with a certain person. Again, that's thinking in the future. We're not 100% sure if they're really going to start doing that, but I think that's a good call. I think that's a good guess because of how it's implemented into this DLC, and it might be a taste of what's coming in the future. Let's hope so, because it was really fun. Uh, Sonin and Yuffie kind of combat when you needed to do that or having him, you know, commanding him to do stuff. It was actually really fun doing the, the dual combat stuff. So I really enjoyed that. But Sonin, like giving him commands, I would always forget. I would just mostly do the combat, the dual combat thing together with him. Uh, Sonin himself, uh, I remember a lot of people did not. Like when you saw who this was, you're like, who the fuck is this guy? It's, oh man, are they giving, I remember someone said oh man i think you're fucking giving you a boyfriend i don't want her to have a fucking boyfriend <laughs> i think a lot good of a chunk of people did that thought that but uh, uh i was just more like oh man why are you shoehorning this character in there like as a love interest and no he's not really a love interest and as you get farther into the 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 game you kind of find out that like he since he was trained under yuffie's father in the combat and he talks a bit about losing somebody and he lost his sister. He kind of looks at Yuffie like his little sister, you know, and you kind of get that throughout the game as it goes along. But a lot of that combat, a lot of the abilities that you can do, I mean, was a lot of fun and I can't wait to see what they keep doing with it. I was really curious again this being DLC this being something where it was set in Midgar like I was saying earlier I wasn't sure how they were gonna do things like anytime I was just thinking man I hope this isn't shoehorned I, I hope this isn't a, a cash grab to make you repurchase something but a lot of stuff even though you're still in Midgar and the things you're interacting with it it works and what i really enjoy in this game too is the music they there's some stuff that you've heard before but the music is completely different it's like really jazzy and and, and upbeat and, and it just fits I, I was really like grooving to a lot of the music within the game and its soundtrack itself is still pretty hefty and and, and good but yeah that jazz infused music was was just great they also had um in, in the original Final Fantasy VII, there was a, a combat, kind of a, a defense, a Fort Condor defense game that you got to play in it. And in this, they kind of took that as a board game that you can play against people within Midgar. So like, hey, if you have a, a Fight of the Condors or Fort Condor minigame, 
you can play this and and depending on how good you get and you beat certain people it'll unlock special weapons or special materia i did not get far into it but how much detail and like care they did to the game because it's kind of like a deck building card game in a way but more of like getting your your characters or, or unlocking certain soldiers to place in the field to kind of like defend your fort it, it it's a bit it's it takes a lot from the original but adds like a nice twist to it and a nice like visual overhaul of course I, again i didn't go completely crazy and played everybody but the first game i played was something where i was just like oh, okay i get this this is actually really fun i just kind of wanted to get through it you know i just kind of wanted to get through the game play the other stuff but i felt like that would just drag things a bit more so i didn't really take my time with it or 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 really dive deep into it but what they had was far beyond better than i thought it was going to be there was a lot of things that yuffie was able to do to interact with the world around her they they kind of like you know you can go through the game explore a lot of the same locations you did in midgar but they changed it up a bit but a lot of things that were off the distance, whether it was boxes or other things like uh, unlocking a switch, Yuffie was able to throw her, her Shiryuken and being able to, to interact with it in that way. So it kind of changed up like interactive gameplay in that world more than in playing the standard Final Fantasy VII Remake. So that was pretty neat in that. And then there's a mission where you go in, I believe it was one of the factories, and you're going through an elevator and it's like a little mini game how many boxes can you break and you can gather things like hp you know potions ton of like trinkets and stuff so it kind of made it fun just to do monotonous monotonous things with her shuyuken toward the end of everything breaking into the shinra building and going into the ultimate materia yuffie was pretty much in one of the final battles Sonin sacrifices himself to protect Yuffie and dies and is killed I don't okay I don't really think he's good like he sacrifices himself like I said because he saw Yuffie like his sister Sonin's sister died during the Shinra war at the end of a Shinra war uh, to a Shinra mech he sacrifices himself at the last moment dies and yuffie she runs out of shinra the shinra building yelling like i'm not your sister i'm not your sister and that's when you see the plate because everything's happening during the same time where the rest of the cast of final fantasy 7 uh when shinra drops the plate on the sector and she sees that she sees this whole terrible thing in front of ev in front of herself in front of everything just seeing how horrible that the the world basically is and you know at the same time kate kate sith sees it too um she's experiencing that and everything that she went through kind of like the the whole mission to do all that she she suffers loss you know she has a giant loss for one of the first times in her her young career to to see that with what happened to sonin and and all i honestly think because it I think you're you're led to believe that he died, but I think he he might come back because I think it's tying a thread that will probably not 
see him till maybe later on in another game. I don't know how many Final Fantasy 7 Remake games are going to be. I'm thinking three. But I think we will see him again in one form or another before it's over. Uh, but that's, again, jumping ahead. But, um, yeah, that's the the DLC. I didn't really have too much to talk about when it came to the downloadable content except for how much I enjoyed it I thought it was great and everything from the combat the new combat mechanics to Yuffie them just nailing it in the first go really looking forward to seeing how the rest of the series and how they implement her in the upcoming games think I was gonna end this without talking about that ending the ending of episode intermission at the end of it you have Yuffie leaving Midgar on the back of a chocobo and she's saying I'm gonna have to find a team I need to find a group of people to continue my mission and then from there it fades away and then you realize wait a minute it pans down, and oh, we see the group walking down the street. We see Tifa, Aerith, Cloud, Barrett, and Red 13 walking away from Midgar, having their conversation, and you're just like, oh, okay, this is a great, you know, this is a great little extra tidbit, and it keeps going. You have Tifa and Aerith hitchhiking, trying to get uh, the attention of somebody so they don't have to walk the whole way. And Barrett stops the guy, and it's the guy who who owns that Chocobo Ranch. So all of them are in that car. Behind them, Barrett's back there with some Chocobos getting all upset because the Chocobos are nibbling on his little beardy beard. And it keeps going. More stuff happens. They're talking. It starts raining. Pretty cool little interaction between them. Something to kind of tie into whatever's going to be the next thing. In the next Final Fantasy 7 remake. Oh, but that's not it. That's not all. That's not even the end of it. So we go away from that. And then you're back at Midgar. You see church, the church. Then it pans down. Boom. You got Zack. At the end of Final Fantasy 7 remake, there was that thing of Zack survived, right? Messing with everybody's minds. Like, what's going on? Now you're seeing Zack. Kind of, you know, like little bit like oh okay what do i say what do i do um hey it's me i'm back hey this and that you know trying to like get up the courage of like to talk to Aerith, right we don't even know what's going on what 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 is this is this right at that moment is it that time like what's happening and then he opens the door and he's just like hey well uh, hey i'm back and then sees that it's these people a ton of people in the church they're all crying He's like looking around. He's like, what? And he goes, Aerith. And boom, that's it. That's the end of it. Right? More questions than answers. Everyone's freaking out. What was that? Awesome little ending to tie everything up in a nice little to be continued bow. Even though it's like 
not a complete package as in the story's over but something to just get the appetite going for the for the close to almost second main course but yeah everyone's talking about that ending everyone's guessing um i'm a big fan of maximilian if you know who maximilian dude is He's a, a, a fighting game enthusiast, player, a man of all things, but a big fan of Final Fantasy, especially Final Fantasy VII, mostly, mainly. And he's just going crazy. And th these are a lot of the theories. This is all theories. And I have to agree to a lot of the theories he has. There might be multiple timelines. As I was saying in the last Final Fantasy VII remake episode I did... It looks like the Sephiroth that we fight in that is actually the Sephiroth who knows he loses or lost. Wait, or knows that he loses. So he's trying to change the course of the past. So that's what, what's altering Final Fantasy VII Remake. And that altering Final Fantasy VII Remake is something that created like a different timeline. We're in a world where they, 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 they know. Not they, but like everything's different Sephiroth that we're encountering already knows that he's gonna fail and I think the only other person who knows that it's that that happened is Aerith but she's not gonna say anything right I don't think she's gonna say anything I think she has to she's gonna have to follow through with what she has to do she's gonna keep it tight because she knows that's the only way to defeat it is for everything to happen the same way but that's why you have those ghosts in the original that were trying to keep everything the same way it was happening before but maybe even at the end means that anything can happen from here on out. So you think that because of the Zack moment where Zack is, is passing by Cloud. But now what people are thinking is it's different timelines. It's severed timelines. Meaning we have the timeline right now where Cloud and them are continuing their adventure. But it's going to be altered. But then you have another timeline where Zack is in. We're led to believe it's happening at the same time, but I don't think, a lot of people don't think it is actually happening at the same time. I think it's there to fuck with you and mess with your mind. I think it's another timeline where Aerith is dead. That's what people are assuming because the people who are crying and the flowers were all wilted. Just little things that, you know, it's kind of fun to just speculate and wonder like, is this what's really happening? Is that what is what's really happening? It's just fun to kind of speculate. And then the more I think about it, the more I kind of like, if I had to kind of look at it too, I think it is multiple timelines maybe. It's just it's just something fun because I don't remember if I mentioned this in the last one, but I remember there was a lot of reports from the creators of Final Fantasy. Like, you know, a lot of people wanted the remake, right? And they're like, well, we don't want to do the same thing we did. So I think that's why we're getting this whole very different alter, like, different change up to the game gameplay and how the storyline goes and for a lot of people they don't like it for other people they're digging it i'm in the i'm in the camp where i'm digging it i'm having fun because i already played final fantasy 7 you know final fantasy 7 is already there that i played and yes you know what i would love an upgraded visually impressive same thing that i played before final fantasy 7 but i do enjoy this little change up and if all of this ends up being complete and utter garbage I still have the original, you know? Yeah, it doesn't age visually well, but I still think it's charming and has a great story. But, uh, yeah, that's all the, the what people guess about the ending of Final Fantasy VII Remake. 
episode intermission. And uh, it's going to be fun to see how Yuffie meets up with the cast. You know, it's it's all set up there. To, to Is it going to happen right away when we pop in the next game? Is it going to happen in, you know, later? Is Are we going to be a few hours in and then she gets introduced? You know, hopefully it's soon. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I'm really stoked. I, again, I keep repeating this, but I really enjoyed this DLC because I was worried, man. I was so fucking worried that they were going to ruin it. I, I thought, and what I mean ruin it is kind of feel like, oh, they're just doing this to resell the ps5 version and they fucked up yuffie and you know you already knew it was going to visually look good you knew the combat was going to be fun because i had fun with the combat but like they did so much and the music was great and all that everything i've already said i'm repeating because it just was great it was fun i can't wait to play through that dlc again i'm just gonna give it a little bit more time but oh man the power of the ps5 i mean like yeah it's not doing anything crazy but fast load times the visuals all of that was great yeah i can't wait can't wait to see how these this group gets together so and also you know before i go before we we end this conversation of the intermission episode i think the cast was fantastic for this i think the voice of yuffie Susie ying was fantastic sonin was great alex lee yeah a lot of a lot of them were were well cast you know and i think sometimes if you're going off characters that are well liked well known and people have their voices of the, the of that character you know that character you know with final fantasy 7 there was no voices you know you had final fantasy 7 advent children the movie voices and you know what even some of those voice movie voices especially i forgot who the actress was who played tifa who did the voice for tifa i know she was in what the fuck was that movie? Uh, with Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> uh, She's All That? Was it that one? She's All That? Anyway, she did the, the voice of Tifa and she sucked. You know? Her voice was not great. And um, the actress they got for Tifa on this. God damn it. I forgot her name. But she was in uh, Glow. The Netflix show Glow. Which they did not do a third season of assholes. She was great. She was great as Tifa. I thought she was fantastic. So that's that's the thing. It's like I'm pretty sure there's people who are like, that's not the Yuffie I had in my head. But the spunkiness, the the cheerfulness, and the the just everything about Yuffie, they just man, I can't say it enough, and I keep fucking saying it. I'm sorry. They just fucking did it, man. I love Yuffie. I thought she, I think she's great, and just can't wait till she interacts with the cast, man. I really cannot wait because I think she's gonna be the, the the heart of that group, you know. Because in the original game, like I said, you 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 either got her or you didn't. You know, she wasn't a main main character, but throughout the years, as the years went on, people just loved Yuffie. That of course they're gonna make her a main character in this, and then she's gonna fit in that story in this story of people who are just so down and out and she's going to be like the light of that group and i can't fucking wait man i really liked this dlc mission i really like where it's going i can't wait they could again they could fuck it up but i just enjoyed it a lot i highly recommend it if you're you're on the fence uh but i might have ruined it already for you so sorry <laughs> but uh that's going to wrap up the week of Final Fantasy. Everyone, if you're still listening, still checking this out, thank you very much 
for joining me on the week of Final Fantasy. Yes, we started off with the 20th anniversary of Final Fantasy X. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Then in the middle, we talked about the Steam Deck, the final Steam Fantasy, and it all tied up. If you listen to it, you know how it tied it up with the uh, the Pixel Remasters. See? It's still a part of Final Fantasy Week, and I'm ending it with a conversation of Final Fantasy VII Remake Episode Intermission. Thank you everyone for joining me, and don't worry everyone, when the next Final Fantasy VII Remake part comes out, I'll be here, giving you my opinion of what I think. Later. Later.